annual revenue, 100 to 200 million. <laughs> All right. At this site called Virtuoso, which uh, plans your luxury travel through the finest travel agencies. Welcome to Mind the Words, where we break down alternate streams of income so you could make work an option and not a necessity. And this week, we got... Let me see. Let me see. So we're just talking. I don't know if you're going to put this in the video. We're just talking about John's vacation. He said it was rushed. And he's, you seem like you enjoy it, but I can't. I can't. <laughs> Maybe you're tired now. I can't tell. Did yeah, you enjoy it? Yeah, it was just really rushed. So gotcha, like gotcha. Super tiring. All right. So we're looking to go away in a few weeks ourselves. And we had a hard time narrowing down a location. Granted, we are pretty nonchalant with our search efforts. Um, our last three getaways, we book a week before, sometimes a day before. But things have changed. Number one. We have an infant, so we have to plan for those unknowns. We can't just throw things in the bag. And two, my daughter is six years old now, and she's in kindergarten, which is considered school school. So attendance is important. You know, at least my wife says it's very important. They say in New York City, the New York public city school system, they really pay attention to attendance. All of this sucks because prices are ridiculous during the times that we we can travel this is during the year spring break easter break prices are crazy and all throughout the summer literally the day that she the week that she's out of school the prices jump at least six four four five six hundred dollars on airline tickets just like that baseline which makes it difficult we usually if we want a cheap getaway we usually go to mexico book a quick to get that caribbean tropical vacation so we could ball on a budget a little bit um i had my mind set anyway we're looking for a change and i had my mind set on the canary canary islands Same. i know yeah jeff told us told me about direct flights leaving from newark you can't you gotta book way in advance you can't there's no pulling this a month in advance well well, if we were to go now, prices are pretty decent, but it's just right after she, my daughter finishes school. That's the problem. So anyway, we had to put that in the bag burner, toss that away. And then we started to look, we're doing, we're searching, 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 but nothing felt right. And we wanted to feel right. And so like my wife no vacations at a good price point, you're saying nothing within our budget that really sparked our attention or interest we found there are things you can find but nothing made us say ah this is exciting or let's go for it so i told my wife this is what we're gonna do tell me what's what boxes you want to check on this vacation and i'll tell you what boxes i want to check so she told me what she wanted and i told her what i, wanted. I said we'll start looking from there and we did our best to find something that did check most of our boxes it took us about a day but we found something we booked it my wife is excited and now we could plan for those unknowns but i look back and i say to myself the amount of energy it took us to do this i would have really 
I would have paid someone to do this where I give them a budget in my dream and they make my my dream a reality on a budget. And this is where I think it's not a bad opportunity or as a side hustle or even a career pivot once I looked into this of becoming a travel agent. Now, I thought this was a dead job. You don't see you don't see, you know, travel agent offices anymore, but everything just moved online. They still say that one third of all US trips are in the in the are still booked through a travel agent, surprisingly. Like for old people. <laughs> Must be old people because I I used a travel agent once and that was because I think it was a wedding or somebody told me to go through them. And, you know, they get a discount. So I just hooked them up, whatever. But aside from that, I've never used a travel agent. But their niche are the niches. They they kind of find a specialty and they kind of master it. They travel there. They've been there. They know all the tours. They know all the reps. They're able to do things that or pull strings that you may not otherwise pull. So surprisingly, it's still a huge market for it. On the low end, they can make fifty to hundred thousand. On the upper end, you can make anywhere up to two fifty. I didn't really get glass door stats on this. I have to look it up further, but this is what a few people's come across. I'll post it for links. Otherwise, there are cons. I mean, there's there's some there's some pros and cons to this, and I'll just quickly tell you them you have to be a meticulous all right for cons let's start with cons first you have to be to be a meticulous or a type a type of person as much as possible you want to avoid mistakes and mistakes do happen you do want to if you're your own agency you do want to take out insurance which can be costly because if that person if there's an error booking that six thousand dollar first class flight you don't want to be coughing the money for it because you're going to have to pay for that. Also, you may travel a lot, but it's more so for business. You're going to go on these familiar fam trips or familiarization trips in which you're meeting the reps, networking, seeing the rooms, going on tours, just so you have a feel for it. You want to know your area and specialty, like I said. If you're an independent agent, I'd mention the whole insurance thing, but some some pros now. This is a sales job. If you're good at selling, this is a great opportunity to make loads and loads of money. Um, you're, you make It's almost commission-based. It's pretty much commission-based or they take a percentage of your trip. So you're, you're looking, if you can niche into a certain area and get clients, you're good. They'll always come back to you if you put a little spin or a little a little flavor into what you do. So whether that be sending flowers to their room, if they're celebrating anniversary with a picture of their wedding, anything you can do to really put a little touch on it. Also, you don't need to you don't need special training to start. There are tons of online courses. I see your target, your target audience will be people with more time than money. So they're really, they value purchasing a travel agent for their expertise, you know, their expertise in what they can provide. I don't think this is for me, but I can say this going into that, looking for a trip. And I think this is the second time this happened to us. It wasn't as easy. If we can find, if I can pay someone, even if it was just $200, $300 off the bat that can curate 
that perfect trip for me, it's absolutely worth it. Absolutely worth it. And I don't have more time than money, more money than time, but still, it would save me so much time and a little less stress. Yeah, I just Googled like travel agents and uh, the freelancing site Fiverr came up. Okay. And uh, there's all these like people who are putting up jobs saying like, oh, I'll plan a whole research itinerary for you for 25 bucks. Yes. Well, people do do <laughs> that, but you know, they don't have the connections that someone who is more reputable would. Like I said, you kind of do want to specialize. And if they say they can do it for anywhere in the world, you kind of know they're BSing, you know, they should specialize in certain areas. Otherwise, it's just going through normal means that you could have done. Yeah, I feel like this would be a great if if like a travel influencer could just yeah. make like this automated thing like, oh, uh, you filtered out, uh, you want to rest on the you want to rest on the beach, right. you want to. Here's like three beach spots, and then this is how to get there, and then this is where to hang out, right? And this is where to get food over there. People do do that, which is perfect, and I think that's an excellent opportunity. But the travel agent, you kind of just give them your passport, your passport number, and they take care of the rest. You're not, you don't even have to touch the computer. You're pretty much paying them to do everything straight off the bat, like a luxury travel agent. And they're also advisors. So they'll say, you know, I know you want to do this or you think you want to do this, but to tell you the truth, go to this side. This will provide more of what you, what I think you're looking for. And they've been there and they should know it. These Fiverr places, these are just people online BS. And like I said, making, trying to make a quick buck. You can do it. I'm sorry. This is true. So, I'm sure there are people uh, that are good on there and they become more experienced just like anything. But no, no, I wasn't uh, I wasn't reacting to the to what you were saying uh about the Fiverr. I, I yeah. was just I at the same time you were talking, I I looked up luxury, these yeah. luxury travel agencies, and I just saw the first well, the first thing that popped up. So I'm like looking at their site annual revenue 100 to 200 million <laughs> all right at this site called virtuoso which uh plans your luxury travel through the finest travel agencies and uh they they come up with some like unique experience for you well that's that's Dude. that's a little ridiculous <laughs> 100 to 200 million i'm gonna i'm gonna find one more and see gotcha. this is nuts it is bananas. Also, why are you looking for that? Go ahead. You found something? Wait, uh, almost. So because we're healthcare workers. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <Tell me. laughs> Sorry, I cut you off. No, no. These numbers are crazy. Uh, so the other one is, the first one was virtual. So that was 100 okay. to 200 mil annual revenue. The other one is called Abercrombie and Kent. So it's an award-winning luxury travel company. Right. And 200 mil to one bill. Well, if they are actually making that, that that's an estimate from this. That's an from estimate. This. Right. I don't think, I don't think most people, no, most people are not going to come near. That's like the 0.01%. They're probably, they're probably working with a corporation, you know? So All right, I just narrowed it down. Uh, okay. In 2015, they made 
annually 600 million wow yeah, that probably, was in 2015. they're, oh def they're definitely linked with a corporation so they'll be the corp all corporation all members of that corporation will book through them and they'll set it up and i think you get a probably a watered down experience for the like the lower people in the industry but you know yeah. the bosses and stuff of course they can hook them up and they're gonna give them premium stuff it's a luxury it's luxury what you call it travel agent but i never knew there was so much money in this yeah I mean, and, I, and granted after my experience i would be willing to pay some money not that what that agency is expecting but you know but you granted you gotta you gotta think let's say a family of four or five or six or five to ten their trip is going to be about thirty forty thousand dollars you know and for these people who really want a great experience and are willing to cough up that money or have the money to cough that up you know you have to pretty it's not going to be an easy job because you have to outline everything and design everything and one of the cons that i forgot to mention is they eventually think you're their assistant and so yeah. and to some degree you are their assistant <laughs> or like i feel like if if you're from a local area like i'm just making a spot up uh yeah like crabby thailand some beach area right so you're a local there this company could probably or this what they might do i'm just guessing is that they outsource the research to like a local person right or a local company so they, this couple wants to go to Krabby. all right uh let me reach out to my contacts there so right. i feel like if if you're a really niche focus of like local like anything local in a specific area right. then i feel like you could offer your services to these luxury places and then they'll pay oh, you absolutely 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 and maybe some of these people for i guess working through fiverr they they may be from that certain area you know yeah it's yeah it, yeah probably the quality of fiber is not, ter not great <laughs> Prob uh, probably 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 not probably this <laughs> i could see how this is great for like a travel influencer though oh absolutely and you do have to build yourself up on social media like most things now advertise and once you get clientele they like i said if you offer them a great or they have a great experience with you it's going to it's going to spread and you have to be a salesperson i would get that hormozy book <laughs> study it all right that was a good one yeah luxury travel slash travel get i mean if someone could make like a software to just um, they have they do have the software there are people a lot of these agencies do have software now um surprisingly they said once you enter this air this field this career you'll have to work through this thing called global systems or whatever and it's very very old school it's like the computer system of the 90s they say you still put symbols if you want to fly so i know people have designed their own kind of i guess program that helps you know book and curate something i guess you still kind of need a hands-on touch to it but granted after you develop this database of places and things and checking boxes you kind of already have a backlog of things that you can throw at people that they don't even know they want 
it's you adding boxes that they haven't even thought of yet. Oh, and you want this? Oh, you want you want to go to a waterfall too? Of course. You're like, yeah, I want to go to a waterfall. Do you want to go in the waterfall? Yeah. <laughs> um, just thinking of you know the little touches people can do. That's a that's a good one. Actually, I feel like yeah, you want to quit your job, travel, start vlogging. And then right. boom, this local experience type thing. What you got? All right, all right, I got. So there's this guy who who interviews random people on the streets, and uh, it's not this guy in Florida. It's it's this young kid. His name is Sean Rizwan, and he has a YouTube channel. He goes around just asking people, like guessing people's income. So he asks them like three questions, and then he tries to guess their income. Mm-hmm. So that's his YouTube channel. So. He stumbled upon this guy he knew. His name is Eric Floberg, and dude is making two hundred seventy-five this year, and he said he's on track to three hundred, three fifty by the end of this year. Really? So he, so Eric Floberg, he was a special ed teacher for three years, and I actually tweeted at him. And he corrected me on his salary as a special ed teacher. So I thought it was like 61K he was making. Because yeah. I said something like, yo, this is so inspiring. You're making like 61K or my guess. Mm. And now you're making 275. He was like, actually, I was making 41K as a special ed teacher. I believe that. Yeah. And I was like, bro, this is so inspiring. So what does he do for money? Please um, tell me. So he was special ed teacher for three years. And then, but he was into photography. So I guess his side hustle was wedding photography. So he was doing that during the whole time. And he might've, he might've been doing it even before that. So he got pretty successful and his work is really nice. His wedding photography, really nice. So when he was getting interviewed on this YouTube channel, he said the majority of how he makes his money right now, uh, 70% of his 275 right now is from teaching people his method and from YouTube. So 70% of that is $192,000 that he made this year just by teaching his methods, like his, uh, and I, I looked at his program. It's uh, teaching people like uh, tactics on how to shoot, how to, um, how to edit, how to get jobs, um, how to get your name out there and stuff like that. Is this a course that you purchase no, I didn't purchase it. No, no. Oh, yeah, sorry. Gotcha. It's an online course. It's an online course. So he doesn't, he's not present or he is, or he is present to watch this video. He said it's mostly passive income for that part. Nice. Lovely. So lovely, if he, lovely. If he wasn't doing that, he would be making about 85 a year, more or less. Okay. Or 80 to 85 at this time. So, dude, is killing it so i'm super inspired by his uh his courses and just to go over online courses dude you put I'm me looking. on you put me on about um online courses. i can't believe it i cannot believe it and whoever's listening to this you won't believe how many people make millions millions of dollars through online courses. yeah so like he he had a skill he did it really well and then now he's making bank just by teaching people those skills it's it's nuts so uh i'll i'll go over another course i will teach you to be rich this guy named uh ramith i'm yes. sorry uh ramit sethi 
Yes, yes, yes. I know that guy. Yeah. So he has a website. I will teach you how to be. I'm sorry. I'll teach you to be rich. And he has a book, same title. I didn't read it, but it's all about yeah, index right. funds. Right. And annual revenue uh, estimated to be 10 to 15 million per year. And then before I jumped on the podcast, I kind of made a list of all the courses that I booked that I bought in the past. And it's a lot. <laughs> so just going through one of the first ones uh, that I bought, it was through Project Life Mastery. That was the, that's the uh, website. And then, and his, just knowing by personal experience, his courses at, at least at the time, a few years ago, were so out of date and he was still making money. So I don't right. recommend his courses at all, but I just checked most recently, he's still making annual revenue one to five mil per year estimated. And he didn't even, I'm like confident he didn't even update his courses. I believe you. I'm like really confident. Mm -hmm. uh, just because at the time I took his courses, it was so out of date. And then uh, I'm in some of his Facebook groups too. And some some people are like, dude, this is so out of date. Right. <laughs> and he's still making money from it. Wow. How crazy is that? Not saying to do that part, but right, right, obviously, yeah, man. It's these courses. Just if you have a really crazy skill, it takes it takes me to this uh, this saying or this story, and we're not sure if it's true. Someone from like Ford or or something like that. The the factory just kind of broke, stopped working for some reason, and I think it was like an electric thing, and there just was no power. To call in the electrician, and the manager is like, dude, we'll pay anything we'll pay and just get this all working again. Electrician looks around in like five minutes. He uh, goes into this one area. He turns a screw and the power turns back on. And then he's like, all right, how much do I owe you? So the guy writes on the bill, like something like $10,000, $20,000, I, I believe. And dude's like $10,000, you just turned one screw. So he takes the bill back, the electrician, he writes, turning one screw, $1. Knowing which screw to turn, 900, nine, no, blah, 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 <laughs> nine, $9,999. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely right. Absolutely right. We see that. And we see this every day, every day where somebody comes in, they just know what to do. And you're right, it just speaks on the fact that if you do have a special skill or niche area where you are expert or expert, you know, and you can share your expertise, it's worth considering putting together a course, taking the time, which I think you can maybe speak on it. I guess developing the course will take some time and there are there are services out there now that help you create these courses so things are much easier yeah there's courses on how to create courses, courses right and once you put it out there you got to think that if you could build a name for yourself or even if your your course is really that good in an area you could just explode and make money Dude, doing yeah. nothing yeah and then like you upsell the or charge more for another higher service by like offering your time. Right. So consulting or something, correct? Yeah, it's it's so crazy. So it is Sean Peary from My First Million, he's made like 
his he has a course, a writing course, which I took. And he's I don't remember the exact number offhand, but he said it and it was like something absurd. And he runs like a like a four-week cohort or a two-week cohort. And I don't remember the exact cost at the time, but each person is like 400 plus bucks per person. And it's like the cohort is like 200 people. So that's not, I'm just going to do the quick math on that right now. 80K. I, I know I'm probably not getting the numbers exactly right, but right. I think it's more than that, that he got right. in a cohort. So in a two week right. period, teaching a cohort, it's, it's nuts. But he actually teaches. He, he doesn't. Oh, he like, does. Rec- he doesn't record it. Okay. And then, and then gives it out. He just, uh, he teaches it personally. He records it. And then he leaves the recording to, uh, to the cohort itself. Nice. He doesn't hand it off to the next cohort or the next cohort or the next. It's, it's like pretty, it's pretty nuts. This, it yes. makes me like, yeah. No, go ahead. It makes me kind of regret, like not trying to work on more hobbies and, and other skills outside of healthcare and nursing, because whatever skills we have, like, I don't see a way how we can make money with, with the skills that we have mm. in terms of like a course, like an online course, just cause like the, the educational industrial complex, I don't know what to call right. it. Right. They have a lock on that. So you'll I, be surprised. I, you'll be surprised. So approaching, you know, our mind the words podcast and just looking for different side hustles. A lot of many people do market to new nurses and they're willing to pay money for these courses. Now, granted, I'm not sure how much they make, how much these online courses for new nurses cost and it depends on the area. So people, people do it. All right. A new nurse entering a telly floor or, or a med search floor or this or that, and people will pay it. And I granted, granted, they do it with volume and numbers. So the course doesn't have to be that expensive. Let's say it was a hundred dollars, $200. They just cycle the same course over. Like you said, they don't have to update too much Yeah, and they just make money. They just get checks, yeah. you know? Granted, it'll be nice if they did participate a little, and maybe they do. Like you said, you upsell, you upsell. Um, but I wouldn't take it as a new nurse, but there are tons of people who would. Yeah. I mean, like actually being in the field and like, just realizing most of the courses are useless. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, uh, uh, yeah, I, I, but what I think, uh, might work is another idea. A lot of recruiters, nursing recruiters, never been nurses. And then I, I see all these messages. Everybody gets all these messages, these emails on LinkedIn and your right. personal email. And it's like none of the, none of these headlines or none of the, anything they say really, like really catches your attention. Right. And it's like, they don't, they don't know our mindset. They don't know right. what we're looking for. They don't know our pain points. So I was thinking, oh, what if like, I just fix their headlines and see if they get a higher rate of, of, uh, people opening their emails or people True. actually responding. You're right. No, that's a great idea. Yeah. These recruiters, they like, You're right. the only uh, leverage point they can mention that kind of gets people's attention is, is like the price, the exactly. salary, the money. Right. But they don't know any other way. That's it's, it. Yeah. 
they can't speak to the nurses any other way to grab I, their attention to make them respond you're right you have to be a little more clever at the end of the day i guess these nurse recruiters have no control of what actually happened they're just middlemen um but you're right to even get us to open it they can't just say new icu position make x amount of dollars an hour so what so what so that's like, not a, it's, it's not a bad idea man i like the way you're thinking yeah just fix their uh fix their headlines their emails because we we know what we would respond to right and actually reply to an email to so all of, all of their messaging is trash <laughs> it is it's garbage basura <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. I wanna, Any, uh, wait, sorry. I want, I want to pivot. Talking about what you're talking about. I don't know if you ha- I don't know if you guys get notification, but you know at main campus now, one of the supervisors, Joe, looked like a young dude, tall. He is he set up this yoga program at night. Did you hear about it? Man, I don't really read my work emails. <laughs> I don't I don't read my work emails, but they actually send people to the floor. So that that's why you probably you're in a different building. Some some people come around, nurses came around and they say, hey, we have yoga downstairs at 12 midnight and 2 a.m. Um, we're just doing a sign-up sheet. See who wants to come join us. We'll put you on a list. Um, you get a free t-shirt. That's cool. So yeah, so I was like, whatever. I, I never, I've never done yoga. I'm not really a yoga person, but I do want to get more flexible as i get older so we were you know i work a swing shift so i'm out at midnight so i said all right let me just swing by the cafeteria so they're doing it in the cafeteria at the time to see what it looks like setup was amazing wow mr low it was like you walked into i don't know they transformed the cafeteria into it was you know it was just a real yoga center and i was like this is this is big you know what I mean? To a degree. This is like cycle to survival, purple stride big. I just and I can't I couldn't help but <laughs> to think of, you know, where this can go. And I couldn't really put it all together for me. So granted, I saw him just the other day. So I stopped him. I was like, hey, you know, this idea is great. I said, Are you in some kind of school program? This is your project, right? <laughs> granted, he could he could he, I realized after I said it that it could he could have took offense to that he said no i'm not in school i was i was like so why are you doing this he said because nurses are really suffering on the floor through the pandemic you know they they're really feeling this and this is a way to de-stress and you know really bring a sense of community and i love the answer that he gave granted my answer is a little off it wasn't exactly like that did you think he was genuine about that whether he was genuine or not, he gave the right answer. You I mean, know, yeah. you know what? He's still doing. He's still no. He's still no. I'm saying. I'm saying it was still a really, really good answer. And I can imagine, you know, during the height of COVID, for certain floors, for nurses, and I see that, and I can imagine in other hospitals that got hit even worse. That sucked. You know, it really, really sucked, and. Like I said, I, I'm not a person that ever really wanted to do yoga, yoga, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go with one of these yoga <laughs> one of these days because it it was set up in a way where it was really 
effort was definitely put into this, you know, yeah. and it was nice. And I think that it's scalable. And I told him, I was like, listen, this is big. I said, you're going to find yourself on the news one day. And what, whether he's I'm, granted, I'm not saying that's his goal at all. And it definitely seems sincere, but you know, you never know. Just be honest. You never know. He's not in school. It's not a project. And I think it's big. And I think it's, it's a good idea, whether genuine or not. Yeah. Um, there's, there's a lot of opportunity at during break, like corporate. Yes. Correct. Uh, exercise during break. Right. So yeah. I did, I did look into yoga instructors and how do you scale that? And that is the way to get into corporate for those breaks. So you're right. You're right on the pulse with it. That's how you can yeah. do it. Cause I was talking to my wife about this, but I was like, yo, yoga, yoga teachers, if they like get screwed a little bit, because first there's so many yoga teachers and then uh, to pay for a yoga course, like a yoga instructor course, it's like thousands of dollars, minimum thousands of dollars. I didn't know that. I think like minimum, like two and a half, like 250. Mm. I'm sorry, not 250, 2,500 uh, minimum. Cause even when I was trying yoga a few years ago, the teachers would be like, Hey, you guys want to sign up for this yoga instructor course? <laughs> oh, <wow>. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, and then like everyone's trying to compete with, there's only a finite number of yoga studios. So everyone's trying to compete with morning, like six o'clock, seven o'clock AM. And then again at like five, six, seven PM. Right. Cause those are the busy hours. That's when people want to teach, get that money. So that's why the yoga teachers don't really make that much. Right. Correct. Cause so if they can fill that time, the in-between time with like corporate I don't know, yoga or whatever the exercise is. So the corporate exercise in between like break or whatever. Right. Like that's that's huge. Now, oh, so let me tell you this. It gets even better. They will provide you with coverage if you want, if you sign up and show up. They'll send another nurse to cover you during that hour period. <laughs> I believe that's so. Great. Like this is, I wow. mean, it's great. So to me, I, I hear yoga at night. You say to yourself, you can't even get away on a, on a regular floor. You can't get away like that for an hour. You, there's yeah, no such thing impossible. as even eating lunch. Yeah. What's you know, lunch? you put exactly, you just eat on the go. So the fact that they would even do this, they took it to another level. So that's why they're getting people to go because you really have a legit space of time where you can go and just let it all go. I it's love great it. For, Shout um, out to Joe. Yeah, good for Joe, man. That's that's really cool. That's that'll definitely help. What's it called retention. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I love it. I think he should scale it. Go to another hospital. Start it there. He has a professional come in, a professional yoga instructor come in. I love it. That's cool. Yeah. I wonder. Yeah. I don't... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think but that can way. only happen in our hospital. I don't know. I don't think that could happen in other hospitals. Maybe, maybe. I mean, you're right. But you know, but, what? I mean, anywhere corporate, it could be at like a bank. Right. I think that would be great. Um, right. Because generally, they're probably going to pay the yoga instructor way more than a yoga studio. 
Right. Absolutely. It's actually when I looked up when I looked up how do how does a yoga a yogi or whatever make profit. One of the things you don't want to do is open up a studio <laughs> to some degree. Oh yeah. You have that overhead on you, you know, yeah. just like yeah. a coffee shop. <laughs> yeah. You're, and you're only really busy like five hours in a day. And then you're open the rest of the day for what? It's right. Like, Correct. It's not a good model. Not at all. Not at all. Anything I think else it. you want to add there? No, that's about it. Do cool. you have What's, any words you want to end with? Um, no. Me, <laughs> neither do I. Next week. Next week, guys. All right, let's do this one. The real measure of your wealth is how much you'd be worth if you lost all your money. That's true. All right, I have one. Yesterday I was clever, so I wanted to change the world. Today I'm wise, so I'm changing myself. You can't change the world until you change yourself. Peace.